Blog Talk Radio.
Amen. Um, I'm just talking. Phone's on mute. Amen. Good evening, um, everyone. I hope and pray that your day was beautifully blessed. Um, Tonight, I'm going to go ahead and jump into the Word of God. I thank God for everybody that's on the panel on tonight. Thank God for my husband um, opening opening, um, on tonight. Truly, it's an honor and it's a privilege to come before God's people, um, the saints and the sinners, um, because everyone that tunes in, Amen. They may not be a Christian. They may have just, you may have just, you know, just logged on um, on tonight. Um, and I want you to know that the Lord loves you. Amen. And he's willing, but you have to be willing also and obedient. Amen. To yield your vessel to him because truly he loves you. And, and there's nothing so bad or too bad that you have done to where you cannot sell yourself out and give your life to Christ because Jesus loves you um, on tonight. But I will be going, our topic, our lesson actually tonight will be in Matthew chapter 7, and we're only going to cover verse uh, 13 and verse number 14. Uh, It's only two verses tonight, but it's so much, it's so much in these particular verses, Um, and we're going to be talking about the decisions. So before I um, go into my action, before we actually read our scriptures, I just want to share with you. And it's funny because I'm I'm sitting in my I'm sitting in my kitchen, um, my quiet place for tonight. Usually I'm in my car. That's my office. Um, so um, I'm sitting here at my table, and as I'm uh, looking at my left, I mean, I literally just looked up and realized this, but. Um, I just want to share this with you that the Lord, what he gave to me about the path, about the path that God has for you. And a lot of times um, on our path, uh, like I said, I'm sitting here um, in my kitchen, uh, my table, and I guess one of my boys have their Ninja Turtle uh, cereal uh, box on the table. And a lot of times on our path, uh, you know, if you have seen the movie, The Ninja Turtle, something is always coming up and they have to defend themselves and they have to fight, okay? But at the end, they, they're they the victorious ones. They get the victory. So um just wanted to put that in there. I just thought that was funny, um, talking about the path, because a lot of times um, on our path and on this journey in life, um, it does get discouraging. Um, I, you're not that phase. Uh, well, no, I can't say that. Well, you know, it's been a a wonderful role is, you know, I've never had any obstacles, never had any trials, never wanted to give up, never wanted to just walk out because you felt like it was too much. But I can't encourage you, encourage you on tonight that God got your back and the path that God has for you is for you. So don't detour from it because it's for you. Um, so I wanted to share that with you, um, Be like I said before I got into our message, but I just thought that was funny that this box is sitting here, and I was going to go into um, talking about the path that God has for you. And there's so many things that come to distract you, to throw you off course. Um, we are all leaders to someone's lives. A leader is the person who leads or commands a group, organization, or country. Us as Christians should be leading people on a path of righteousness, salvation, hope, and with salvation comes hope. So many times we plan our path without consulting with the Lord 
some of us even a few days ago, um, as the new year came in, set goals and made plans for our lives and for our children, our family lives, without praying and seeking the Lord. And then we are, and then we're surprised. Don't go according to our plans. James chapter four verse fifteen says, "For that ye ought to say, if the Lord will, we shall live, and do this or that." The Lord has us on a course, on a path called the path of life, and we don't want to get derailed on the path of life. When you follow the path of Jesus, it leads you into his presence. But when you get off track and follow the ways of the world, and this is getting to our our, um, lesson on tonight, follow the ways of the world and forget God, death lies at the door. Death truly lies at the door. So be encouraged. tonight and don't just listen to the word but actually take heed to the word of God on tonight because we are living in a dying world where people are feeling that there is no hope they feel like there's no hope things like when you know they get one thing accomplished something else comes up but even those believers that's listening on tonight stay stay the course the journey that the Lord has you on You may look at it now like, Lord, why did I have to go through this? Why do I have to deal with this? It could be a testimony, a testimony down the road to help someone else. I'm a witness. I'm a witness. Things that have happened in my life um, as a child and as an adult, as a pastor's wife, as a wife, as a mother, as a sister, um, things have happened. It's like, Lord Jesus, now I see why. I had to go through that. I understand now um, why I had to deal with those things I had to deal with, why I felt the way at that particular time how I was feeling. Um, you know, we if you can't be honest with yourself, then, you know, that, that that's, a bad, <laughs> that's a bad place to be in when you got to lie to yourself. But it's nothing wrong with, being broken. It's nothing wrong with being hurt. It's nothing wrong with crying. It's nothing wrong with those things, but you have to get to the point to remember the remember the Lord's word and shake those things off, dust yourself up, and know that in God you live, we move, and we have our being, okay? So we're going to go ahead and um, those that hopefully everybody is there, it's Matthew chapter 7, verse number 13. And verse number um, 14, Um, and just a little back history, or if this whole chapter, um, oh, my God, it's it's so good. It is so good. It's so many things in here. And uh, when I was reading and studying this, when all this stuff came out with the craziness, with the craziness that's been going on uh, with these churches and just allowing all this foolishness to come into the house of God, this particular scripture, this uh, not scripture, but this chapter, oh, my Lord, it deals with so much, okay? So um, before we get into this, I'm sorry. This is the Lord um, speaking at the conclusion of the Sermon on the Mount, uh, on the Sermon on the Mount. And I used to hear this all the time as a child. I'm like, why do they call it the, sermon, the, the uh, 
Sermon on the Mount. So for those of you, when I was a child and was wondering, and you're trying to, you know, learn the word of God, um, I'm going to tell you why. It's called that. Uh, Jesus Christ's um, words were recorded in Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7, um, and are often called the Sermon on the Mount, okay, because he taught them, if you back back a little bit, he taught them the Beatitudes, which were um, their kingdom character. He taught um, he taught on the mount. Uh, he taught them of the power of the word of God. He didn't come to get rid of the law, um, but to fulfill the law. Taught um, taught them about emotions, anger, lust, divorce, and their oaths and relationships and retaliation and loving your enemies and praying and fasting and storing treasures in heaven and asking, seeking, knocking. And now, to me, at this point, it seems that Jesus is now looking over the crowd. Um, like now, I've said all of this to you, okay? So now he demands them and us to this day um, to make a decision, okay, when it comes down to the two gates that we're going to be talking about, okay? So the reason for the designation is that um is that jesus went up on a mountain matthew chapter 5 verse 1 to deliver this message everything that i just said apparently he did this to make it easier for his audience to hear what he was going to say okay so let's go ahead and get into this good food all right the word of the lord reads enter ye in at the straight gate for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction and many there be which go in thereat verse 14 because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life and few there be that find it few there be will find it okay so on tonight, we're going to be talking about decisions. As I said previously, all these things as Jesus, the Sermon on the Mount, you're giving these, these information and the characteristics and the things that you need to do. So at this point, even ask yourself, what am I going to do now? I have two choices that I have to make, okay? Decisions are made every day, but what's most important is how you respond to the Lord, the decisions that you make um, according to the word of God, okay? And when you woke up this morning, you had to choose what outfit you was going to wear. You had to, you know, had to make a decision. Am I going to wear black? Am I going to wear white? Am I going to wear my red shoes with my, with my, with my black? Like, you had to make a decision. And, Decisions are like seeds, okay? This is this just me using my uh, my imagination. <laughs> decisions are like seeds. Every time you make every time you make one, it goes into your future, okay? When you're sowing the seed into something, it grows. A lot of times, decisions that we make, even pertaining to ourselves, that was a seed that was planted, and some of us live in regret. 
Um, but the choice is we lived and we learned. So that decision planted a seed, and now that seed is still carrying me, but it's not holding me back, but it's building my character to where I can talk about it. It's still there, but I can talk about it now because it's helping someone get through their situation, okay? So decisions are made every day. What decision have you made? regarding the word of the Lord, okay? So there are only two gates pertaining to this particular, these two verses here. There are only two gates that lead two ways that have two different endings. Let me, let me say that again for somebody that, that, just, that just logged in. That, Lord Jesus, that blessed me. There are only two gates that leads to two ways that have two different endings. What is your ending going to be on tonight? If you were to take your last breath on tonight, where, what, where, where would your ending be? There are only two gates that lead two ways that have two different endings. On tonight, it doesn't matter what you've been taught or what you believe. We have the, these false prophets and these sheep, these wolves in sheep clothing that is leading God's people astray. And they are going to they are going to pay for it because that's the blood that's on their hand. You have very popular, as I call them, celebrity preachers, not just men, but women and um, what do they call them, um, influencers, influencing the saints to turn them from the word of God that they know to be the truth. Now, when you know that you know that you know that you know, but someone can come in and change your whole look, your whole aspect, your whole everything on the word of God and what Jesus has spoken, that's a demon. That's not of God. So it doesn't matter what you've been taught or what you, or what you believe personally, but it's what the word of God says. They said that it's so many ways that you can get to God. But my word, my Bible says the only way you can get to the Father is through his son, Jesus. Amen? Every human being is traveling in one of these gates. One is easy and one is hard. First gate is Christ. To enter into this gate, it comes with a cost. Well, Lady Zachary, why would you say it comes with a cost? I think that's kind of that's kind of harsh. It, it it comes with a cost to enter into this gate. It comes with a payment to get into this particular gate. Okay, the first gate. It is repentance and turning your life over to Jesus. Verse thirteen says, "Enter ye in." at the straight gate, which is the narrow gate. And as I 
um, was driving on today, um, it's a certain neighborhood, and I'm just going to use this to just try to, you know, so someone can try to paint this picture that, I'm um, trying to paint this picture for if you're not getting it yet. But school bus driver, um, we get stuck sometimes in some some tight, situa- some tight situations, and there are some very narrow roads in, in Gwinnett County. <laughs> and on top of the narrow road, there are vehicles. There can be a grass truck. There can be Amazon truck. There can be a UPS truck. There can be something along my route, along my path, that that is some way or another, if I feel like I cannot make it, I have to stop and get help, okay? I have to stop and get help. So when you think of that narrow path, yes, things are going to come, things are going to go, but it's so narrow, all of that other stuff can't fit. Sin cannot fit through this, not through this gate, because it's so narrow. It's so narrow. So therefore, when we get in a situation and we feel like, you know, it's going to hold us back, oh my God, (laughs) feel like it's going to hold us back, then we have to call on help. And then if when dispatch comes on the radio, they'll say, okay, if you get out of that situation, if you get out of that situation, call back and let us know. So what I begin to think, oh, my God, even when we get in a tight spot and we have fallen, so now we're no longer feeling like we're on that narrow, which that narrow, that narrow path, that narrow street, that way that leadeth to eternal life. We're trying to get to the Lord, and it seems like, goodness, will you just move out the way so I don't have to be delayed or I don't have to feel like I'm stuck. But God is that one that we call on. And so when we feel like we can't handle it, which you shouldn't try to handle it anyway, amen, God steps in and say, listen, first of all, you, you, what, what are you doing? What, what are you doing? That, that, that's, what, that's what's going on. Get out of the way. I got you. So, therefore, we, when we get out of this situation, God, we thank you. God, we honor you. God, we help us to get back on track. Enter ye in at the straight gate, which is a narrow gate, means that one must come in the narrow way of the gate in order to reach the path which leads to eternal life. Okay? Enter ye in at the straight gate, which is the narrow gate, means that one must come in the narrow way Okay, in the narrow way of the gate in order to reach the path which leads to eternal life. Okay, the next part for wide is the gate and broad is the way. So I looked up the definition wide. No, I didn't, it's not in in Hebrew, but I just looked the word up on Google. Okay, so. it, it says of great or more than average width. Going this way, okay, when I was thinking about that, and the definition of broad um, is there are, um, hold on, well, the definition of broad is having an ample distance from side to 
to side, meaning wise, okay? So when I think of these particular meanings, I, I see the world. The world is going this way, okay? So for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. It leadeth to destruction, okay? What gate, what path are you on tonight? What path are you on tonight? What path are you on tonight? Hmm, how can I answer that question? You can answer that question by the life that you're living. The life that you live, when you wake up in the morning, when you open up your mouth, when you go and when you go out before the people, when you're on your job, even when you're in your car in that secret place, nobody nobody's in there except for your kids and they you know, they really don't know what you're saying, especially if you got little ones, you know, not teenagers, but if you have little ones and you're going off in your car and you saying those ungodly things, you know, for those that still have the that the cursing spirit, like, Oh, the Lord knows my heart. No, he knows that he can he can change your ways and he can Replace those nasty words with spiritual words, with things that will exalt him instead of we get, you know, we get mad and, you know, we somebody may cut us off. Nobody's in there. Nobody heard you but the Lord, okay? But remember what we're striving for, amen? We're, we're trying to make it into heaven, okay? So um, um, let's see, where was I at? Okay, so, and many there be which go in therein. The world should not be able to point their finger at a believer and say, if that, if she's serving that God or if he's serving that Jesus, oh, I don't want none of that. Oh, that's the God? Oh, no, uh-uh. I don't want any of that. But it's the decisions and the choices that we make. So at this time, I'm going to open it up for anyone that may have um, any comments um, or whatever you want to say at this time. Uh, first right. lady, I'd like right. to say, uh, oh, Cassie is going first. Go ahead, Doc. Go ahead. You good. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. All right. No problem. I was just going to say, first off, uh, definitely a great lesson. Um and as we know, this is right on point because, you know, definitely when we're looking at uh, verse 13 and and we go on down to, you know, 14 as well, uh, it, it pertains to a lot of the different things that the world is going through, meaning that, you know, so many people um, that are going towards, you know, that wide gate, you know, and, and broad is that way because it's a lot of people that would rather follow you know, what what everybody else is doing in the world versus, you know, leaning towards the Lord. And on the Lord's side, it ain't a lot of room for all that mess, and that's why it's narrow, you know. And a lot of people don't end up going that direction. You know, it's kind of sad as to where we live in a time as to where it's kind of, um, you know, tough, especially for the believers, for the saints, when you could say something and it could be extremely positive or anything and, I mean, you can look under some comments, and I'm telling you, you, you get to talking about Jesus and something, and a lot of people are so just against God, 
against Christ that is, you know, is just ridiculous. A lot of people are doing things, you know, that are contrary to God that makes it, you know, even more ridiculous. We just got a, a, a lot of stuff going on, and a lot of people are, you know, just out there tricking folks. You know, you got a lot of people that are giving these uh, false words. You got a lot of people that are just saying stuff, and because of, you know, whether it be social media or popularity, you know, a lot of people will end up following those those prominent, you know, speakers and stuff like that. These these uh whether it be a preacher, whether it be just an influencer or however, you got a lot of people that are following them and that's those ones that are going towards that broad way and that leads toward destruction. And, you know, it's very sad that that's what's going on, but a lot of people are doing that for whatever reason, just being followers versus coming into, you know, the love of Christ and understanding who Jesus is and what he represents and the benefits that come along with being a Christian. So definitely eye-opening, um, you know, a good reminder that, you know, we got to make sure that we stay on the right path and, and making sure we, you know, go into that straight gate, you know, into that narrow way. So that's all I got, but great list. Amen. Uh, I totally agree. Uh, with what's been said, uh, Toby, you hit it on the nail. You, Lady Zach, you put the nail there. Toby, you hit on it. Um, and just to just to hit on it some more, uh, we we tend to want to follow after what's popular, uh, and this is pretty much what's been said. Uh, we we tend to want to go after that that next big thing, that next popular thing the next it thing, you know, the next big thing, the next, uh, you know, whatever's on Facebook, social media, and we, we'll we follow after this stuff, and it'll get in our spirit, and we'll, we'll, you know, we'll begin to model this stuff. We'll begin to pattern our life, you know, you, you know, you, you know, and I love sports, you know, uh, I saw LeBron dunk on somebody, I think it was last night, and or yesterday, or whenever it was, but, you know, I can't live my life through that. Yeah, I can't live my life through through who's popular or who's, uh, you know, Cat Williams done pretty much broke the YouTube stuff because of him, you know, saying stuff, you know, and, and some of us, we'd get caught up, and I had to catch myself. I had to catch myself. I was looking, and I, I don't have social media but I, I do you know do go to YouTube and I looked at it and I you know I then next thing you know I was looking at everybody's responses and next thing you know I'm like shoot I don't spent so much time worrying about what Cat Williams done said and uh what worried about what Ricky Smiley gonna say and said it in the and all these other folks I'm like now I done got caught up in this when I need to be in my word. I need to be, you know, that look, that hour or whatever, that time I done spent paying attention to stuff that don't, first of all, it don't benefit me. It don't have nothing to do with me. It ain't going to help me. It's just going to have me wasting time. It ain't going to help me. It's going to do more harm than good. You know, time went on by like, man, I, that, that could have been time that I, you know, could have been studying, could have been reading the word, could have been, you know, and, you know, praying or whatever. And that's what we do. So often we get so caught up in 
the social media or who's the next big thing, this Broadway, and who's going viral, uh, I mean, you know, let's make Jesus viral. You know, let, let's let's do that. Let's. I preached a message. I think it was New Year's Eve, and I want to I want to say it again. Uh, just simply lift him up. You know, lift him up. Can we, as much as we can, tell somebody what was done on Facebook or what was done on Instagram, and we can report this stuff because it's juicy. You know, it, it it gets attention, it gets the oohs and the ahs because it's broad. But what about the narrow? What about the straight and narrow? You know, we, we if somebody calling us and we know they normally have some juicy gossip, they got something juicy, then we quick to answer the phone. But if we know somebody else calling that want to wanna pray or want to go over the scripture, we probably won't even answer it. There are so many that probably could be on Bible study tonight, but because it is not as attractive, it don't get as much, uh, it ain't going to go viral like that, you know, because it doesn't please our flesh. And we got to be careful, and I'll be, I'll, I'll be quiet, but we got to be careful in, in this hour, in this day and time, on pleasing our flesh. And we're so much pleasing our flesh where our natural man is starving. Spirit, uh, our fleshly man is getting big, but our natural, our spiritual man is starving. So we, we, and and my wife, this is a great lesson. Only two, only two verses, but it, it brings us to the point where we have to make a decision. Okay, you and you ain't gonna miss both places. It's either one or the other. All right, I'm, I'm through. But great, great job so far. Thank you. Amen. <clears throat> Thank y'all for that. Um, but it's it's so much. I was thinking my daughter, she, um, on yesterday, she was, um, I won't say bothered, but she just, she was just, she just made a, a statement, a comment, um, you know, a, a conversation that she was having in school and, you know, now schools are having, um, and we know that, of course, um, homosexuality, lesbianism, all these different, those particular things, it's not a greater sin, but it's the thing that's most um, uh, highlighted and just pushed out there. And she said, and she, the comment she made, she said, it seems like now they're forcing this stuff. You know, they're forcing, trying to force the kids to accept it. And if you don't accept it, it's hate. And I was like, well, you know, um, you know what's what's right, what's wrong, and you know how you're you, you don't ever allow anybody to push you to do nothing or make you feel like you have to uh, believe in 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 sin. And if not, you you know you your hatred or you you have hate in your heart, and that's not true. So even with going down this narrow path, that's why. That's why the scripture says that, um, uh, <clears throat> and few there be that find it, because going down this narrow, this narrow path, me and me and my ego can't fit. Me and what I feel is right can't fit. But it's what what the word of God says, because the word of God stands alone. Sin is sin. That's just that. Adultery, fornication, 
it's sin. And it starts, uh, and I encourage even our the parents, start, you know, teach your, teach your babies now what, what, what it is, what it's about. Because I said, Lord Jesus, by the time Papa, by the time he gets in school, it's no telling it is no telling what's going to be going on, but these those type of things is being pushed and it's been forced. And even in the library, I went um, to get some books, and I was like, "Wow, this! I mean, this stuff is really getting out of control." But remember what I said: going this narrow way, okay? There's a cost. There's a payment. But going this broad, this wide, <laughs> this wide and broad way, okay, no requirement, okay? There's, there, there's no requirement. There's no one holding you accountable. It's just you can do, do what you want to do. Live your best life. You only, you only live once. So, hey, why not go ahead and, and do what you want to do and, and live it up to the fullest, but at the same time, you can live it up to the fullest, but you can still be in God. You can still be in the will, the perfect will of God. Okay, I we have the we have the most fun, and I don't I don't have to go out to the party. I don't have to go to a club um, to do all these different things. But even teaching your children that this path that this, that set if set before you, you may lose some friends along the way. Because you can't do what everybody else do. You can't go to the parties, house parties. Well, now they're having the parties at, at the hotels. Yeah, you know, we're going to go to the hotel. Yeah, I got them a hotel room. Why are you at the hotel? Okay? Why, why are you at the hotel? And it's, so, it's just so much that we have to cover. We have to cover our children, cover our household, plead the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus, it still works. <laughs> The blood of Jesus, it still worked. And if you flip over in chapter um, 6, Matthew chapter 6, uh, verse number 24, it, you have to make a choice. This is a, this is, it's a decision, what we're talking about tonight, decisions. No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other. Okay? So us as believers, we shouldn't say, well, uh, what is it, Uh each his own or however that go. Well, that's their life. Well, if they're happy, they're not hurting anybody, they're not bothering me, then just let them live their life. I don't see anything wrong with it. As a believer, as a Bible, as a scripture, as a as a believer in Jesus Christ and we stand on the word of God and those words come out of our mouth, we should have the mindset of what can I do to help? Not saying you push, you know, you're trying to force something on somebody because as awesome and mighty as God is, you know what? He doesn't, he don't make us do anything. Has anybody else ever thought about that besides, <laughs> besides the Lord? He does not make you do absolutely nothing. He commands it. He make, he'll speak it in his word, but at the end of the day, you have <laughs> You have to make a choice. You have to make a decision which way which way you're going to go, okay? Or else he uh or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. Is it easy? 
Sometimes it does get hard, but with the help of the Lord, he makes all things new. I think about this this new journey that I'm on now. I, I keep I started it, then I stopped. Um, but I I just I laughed. I said because I feel like the Lord, he he sent um he sent uh Sister Bug. She is she's a teacher, um, but a lot of people don't know it. But she's fluent in Espanol, so she speaks Spanish like I I'm just good. She speaks English. So with studying that and reading it. You know, it's a task, and I understand it's not going to happen overnight. It may not happen in a month, may not happen in a year, may not happen in two years to speak fluently. It's a process, and you have to trust the process. Is Whatever it is you may be dealing with, keep the Lord Jesus in front of it. He's our forerunner, okay? When you're feeling anxiety, you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling depressed, you feel like no one's there. The Lord, he's always there. He's always there. He's waiting. If you haven't accepted him into your life, he's waiting on you. Don't say you're waiting on God. He's waiting on you. What are you asking? What are you seeking? Have you knocked? Did that door come open, but it wasn't what you wanted, so you closed it back? What decisions are you making? Are we going to go down that narrow, that narrow gate to where we are held accountable for our actions? Or are we going to go down that the path, the uh, the that Broad Street, Broadway? And we know Broadway is just a whole bunch of acting, characters, a lot of a lot of things going on. But at the end of the day, it's not real. It's not real. Okay, make a choice tonight. Leave the world behind because you can't, this, this world is going to, it's, it's going to fade away. But the word of the Lord will stand forever. Make a choice tonight. Okay, you can't straddle the fence. If you're straddling the fence, you're going down that, that broad, the broad way. Okay, because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life. And few there be that find it. Many are called, but few are chosen. Have the Lord chosen you? Is he allowing you to still work? And the first time I heard this, I heard it I heard it from my husband that you can still work for the Lord. You can still work for the Lord, not knowing that you've been fired. That's tough. That's tough. That's, that's, the Lord will still allow you to work, but not knowing that you're fired. And in this chapter, and I'm done, this is the last thing I'm going to give you all on tonight. And it's Matthew chapter 7 in the same chapter, but it's verse number 22. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name and in thy name have cast out devils and in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I 
profess unto them, I never knew you. This is Jesus speaking, y'all. This is Jesus, okay? This is Jesus speaking. I will. I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Ye that work iniquity. I don't want to hear that. And I, Lord knows, I don't like to keep bringing this up, but even the situation, like like we talked about, I think last week with um, the the popular preacher that had all this foolishness going on. Okay, perfect example. And you say that a hundred plus got saved. A hundred plus got saved. Yes, you. They may have gotten saved, but what about you? What about your soul? What about the, the, the scripture is here. Oh, you can't judge him, but it was all these people led to Christ. You know, the same thing with, with Kanye West. He's an artist. So whatever he can do to, to get the money, yes, he's going to do whatever he needs to do. But at the same time, the Lord the Lord knows his heart. The Lord knows if it's real. The Lord knows if it's fake. Or the Lord knows if it's actually soul winning going on. But make a decision on tonight if you have not, okay? Which path? That narrow path? You can't do anything you want to do. You can't run with everybody. You can't listen to any and everything. You have to guard your heart. You have to guard your mind, your spirit. You have to put on the whole armor of God. Protect yourself before you leave out of the house, okay? Which 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 path are we? What decisions are we making? For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. That's eternal death. Folks don't talk about hell, but hell is real. So I encourage you all. I love you on tonight. The Lord loves you, and there's absolutely nothing that you've done so wrong or so bad that you cannot give your life to Christ. Y'all be encouraged. Don't just listen to the messages on Tuesday night. Be hearers of the word and be also doers. May the Lord bless you. May he keep you. And may his love, grace, and peace shine upon you. In Jesus' name, thank you on tonight. At this time, I'm going to turn it over to my husband for um, offering and uh, the benediction. Thank you. All right. All right, great, great, great word on tonight. All right, make a choice. The choice is yours. I looked over as I was studying this, I thought about over in Isaiah 35 and 8. Um, as we know that this, it's a big thing now that, you know, everybody going to heaven and it ain't no hell. Well, we we got too much word that talks about hell and and the lake of fire and torment and weeping and gnashing of teeth. That, that's got to be for somebody. And we, we do know hell initially was created for the devil and his imps and his, his and those with him. But the Bible also says that it has enlarged herself. It's gotten bigger. Why? Because of man, because of the heart of man and those that, that like the broad way, that like the, uh, uh, the, the, the wide gate, okay? And you just, 
You know, I, I'd rather, and I've said this down through the years, I, I'd rather believe that there's a hell and get over there on the other side and find out it wasn't than to not to believe it on this side and not to believe what the gospel says and find out when it's too late that the gospel was right. Okay, so, you know, everything we're doing now is temporary. Okay, but after this, it's going to be eternal. So you, you, it, it behooves us, that old folks, it behooves you to, to get your mind, get your heart right, get your mind on Jesus and stay with him. Okay, Isaiah 35 and 8 says, And an highway shall be thou, and a way, and it shall be called the way of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it. But it shall be for those, the wayfaring men, the traveling men, though fools shall not err therein. Okay? And, and that's, 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 that's what it says. Hey, you, you, fool, you know, hey, it, 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 heaven is a prepared place for prepared people, and hell is a prepared place. They used to say for unprepared people, but. Hell is a prepared place for prepared people, too. Those that have prepared themselves to go. You're not going to miss both. You're not going to miss both. So uh, if I were you, I, I would choose that straight and narrow. Choose that straight and narrow. I, matter of fact, I beg you, I, I wouldn't be preaching as, as hard as I do. We wouldn't be doing these Bible studies. We could be doing a lot of other things. We could be doing a lot of other things, but your soul is at stake. Our soul is at stake. Okay? And it goes back to that the other series we talked about a good neighbor. Are you being a good neighbor? And that neighbor may not necessarily be that person right next door. Show the love of Christ. Somebody's watching you. There's a conversation you're going to have, and God is going to allow that conversation for you to He's going to give you a door, an open door for you to witness. That person needs to hear it. They need to hear the gospel. So we appreciate you tonight, Lady Jackie. Great word, great word, as always. Thank God for those on the panel. Uh, before we do our offering, uh, those on the panel, are there any final words on tonight? Anyone has any final words on the panel? Mommy? Hey, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you, Deacon Bug. Hey, uh, uh, Lady Zachary, this is a very good word. Um, this, these are probably two of the most impactful verses in the Bible, one of the most impactful verses in the Bible because it, it, it literally tells you that this road ain't going to be easy, and that's one of the things that you, you find out when you first get saved is is that the pastor will tell you, whether it's, it's, it's you, Pastor Omar, or anybody else, that, Hey, that this is going to be all roses and sunshine. This is it's going to be hard now. You're going to experience some some trials and tribulations. Uh, but if if you trust in God enough with with your life, if you if you trust that that Jesus did what He did for us and and our sins and everything like that, then you know get with get with fellow believers. Get with um, getting getting your word and whatnot and, and study. That way you'll know. You'll have the tools to help help you help you fight fight the good fight and, and and teach about having full armor of God on and stuff like that. Um, and yes, yeah, this is just a really good word, and I appreciate it. 
Thank you, Deacon Elette Bug. Great response. Great response. Anyone else on the panel, any final words on tonight? That when we are doing uh, Bible study or um, just service, whether it's teaching or preaching in general, we, um, I don't know about you guys, but maybe collectively need to do better to make sure that our children are listening on because this um, Bible study in particular isn't just for adults. This is for the children also. And being another person, you know, like yourself, First Lady and Pastor, that work in the school system, we see so many things now with these children that their parents are allowing, the school system is allowing. Um, And I think that it's one of those things to where we need to understand that, you know, there's an age of accountability. And we need to make sure that our children understand that, you know, heaven and hell is real. These things exist also. Um, even now, I know that, you know, and no no, no disrespect or shade to any of my friends, but even now I have some friends that they allow their, their kids to do certain things. And, you know, it's always so, well, why can't Duke come over? No, because I understand that my child is at a very impressionable stage in his life. I understand right. that peer pressure is real. I understand that. He's green. My kid is very much so gullible, and I know that. So regardless of what me and his father try to instill in him at home, right and wrong, what we do and don't allow, you know, in this family, um, you know, fix your prayer life, pray things away, that doesn't mean that when they go to other people's houses, even if they know how my husband and I are about our kids, they don't mean that they're going to respect it because they allow their kids to do certain things. So, you know, just being mindful on that side of it also when it comes down to our babies and making sure that as well as we understand sin, they understand what sin is also, and they understand that heaven and hell is a real thing. Great point. Great, great point. That that's that is very important, and I'm I'm glad you you started off by saying uh, us we 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 should make sure our children are partaking in Bible study. Uh, a lot of times we are we're running and doing. Matter of fact, I just got in from my field uh, basketball practice. Um, I'm a, you know, between me and my wife, we're going to do a better job. We're going to strive to do a better job on these Tuesday nights of, of of having, you know, even if we're in two different places or once we're on, you know, uh, Macho normally gets out about seven fifteen, seven twenty, but you know, make sure our children are tuning in. Um, my wife, I think she, I know she brought up. Uh, yes, it was Pamela and the things that are going on in the schools. And that's the reason why we, my children don't spend the night over over almost nobody, (laughs) pretty much nobody house. It's very, very few and and far in between that we allow them to, I mean, two of them are grown now, so they can, you know, pretty much. But I'm a stickler for, if you home, I know you're safe. If you hear, I can account for you. I know you're safe. So I'm, I'm very, we are very, even going 
just spending time with folks. You know, um, we we are kind of, you know, <laughs> probably a little bit over the top. But I rather be I rather be over the top and know that my children are safe than to have a weak moment and my child get it because. Unfortunately, God knows I, I love the Lord. I will, hey, don't get it twisted, I will hurt somebody over my family. I will hurt somebody over my family. So uh, it's best I keep them, you know, we keep them here. And if it's some, if they need to go to a game, we don't drop our kids off at no game. No. If we're not going in, if we can't go to the game too or whatever, even if, We'll go to the game. I'll let you sit with your little friend or whatever, but you better keep your eye on me. All my children know we go to the basketball game or to the football game, even when I'm on the sideline at our high school. I serve as chaplain. Uh, They know that by the end of that game, they better find me. They better get their eyes on me and look at what direction I'm pointing. We uh, Early in the season, this past football season, we was at our first game, and uh, a fight and all kind of stuff broke out. It was a neighborhood robbery and all kind of stuff. And they said folk were shooting and all kind of stuff. I mean, people was running all over the place. But my children knew to find me. They knew where I was. And then we was trying to find that was I think it, it was Zach and I think I think Ice Pick was there and Macho. Um, and then we had to find Pamela. You know, she was with her little friends. But uh, I was going because we thought Pamela was where the fight was, I was walking down. And then Zach found her, you know, in the safety zone. So we all was together. And at that time, I'm just watching. You know, I'm like a lion at that time with my cubs. You know, I I will, you know, telling you, you know. So the Lord knows my heart. Um, But Sister Tobi, you, you, you brought a valid point in us making sure, making sure that our children are, paying attention uh, to Bible study and being a part. And uh, we're gonna, I'm going to definitely take heed um, to that. So anyone, anyone else on the panel, any, any other final comment tonight? All right, all right. Well, we're going to give our offering information, and we'll close. I thought about one other thing since October. Um, you know, Macho also plays baseball. He's a he's an excellent baseball player, and uh, a portion of his well, his team is taking a trip to Houston. Told all the parents, "No, nah, we 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 ain't doing all that. We ain't going to no Houston. I mean, we done been to Mississippi, but that's during the summer. We done been to South Carolina, Valdosta. We done been to all these other places. And now nah, we ain't taking no trip to Houston. Not now." And some of the other parents say, um, uh, you know, Omar, we'll take care of him. You know, just let him, you know, if y'all let him go, just, y'all just take care of his food, you know. Uh, we'll take care of him. And I was like, bro, I appreciate it. I told him I appreciate it. I said, but first of all, y'all would have to call the FBI and CIA uh, to get Macho anywhere away from his mama outside of a couple of hours. I said, but not only that, we as a family, me and my wife, I said, we, we don't do that. I said, it's a baseball game. It ain't nothing but a game to us. But we, I said, that's too far away that if something was to happen to my child, we can't get to him fast enough. So, like, we, we just don't, you know, that's not us. We don't send our children. You know, we don't even, <laughs> they went to, a, they team went to a game up last night. 
and the coaches was offering to take them. I mean, just right up the street, like, no, no, we we leave them at school. When I get there, I get them, and then we're bringing. And we just, you know, I, I, it's just so much stuff is going on. And your child is your responsibility. So much has happened to children and to those that are even adults now. They're having to relive so much stuff and got so much mental stuff going on because of what happened in their childhood. Okay, don't let that happen to your child. Have time. Okay, that's your greatest investment. If you got children, God gave them to you, it's for a reason. Okay, don't let the school system, don't let others raise your child. That's your job. And nothing wrong with having help. Nothing wrong with having help. Me and Minister Tobin have talked about our children. And, uh, because I'm older and I have older children, he, me and him are taught. They were Pastor, how do you deal with, how did you deal with this? That? And we bounce off each other, but they know we're coming from a good place. They can see our children, and they can see our older children. So listen, great news, great news tonight. We, After about two or three months of fighting back and forth with cash out people, we finally have extended arms uh, cash out back. So I'm going to start back giving that uh, information out, our church information, church cash out uh, tonight. If you would like to be a blessing, uh, give your Tuesday night offering. You can do so for the church at dollar sign PTC 877. Once again, dollar sign PTC. That stands for Praise Tabernacle Church. And the number is 877. Now, the extended arms, the extended arms ministry, the new cash app. Okay, I'm asking I'm asking y'all to 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 give something, whatever the amount is. You want to give five to the church and five to extending arms, great. You want to give just two dollars to extending arms, great. You want to give five dollars, however you, however, it's fine, it's fine. But the new cash app for extended arms ministry is just extended, extended arms, no s, okay, just dollar sign and the words extended arms, e x t e n d e d. A R M, okay, extended arm, amen. And that's our outreach to not just our church but our community. And may the Lord bless you real good. This has been another great Bible study. Uh, choose, make your choice, either the straight and narrow or the broad way. And you better live with your decision, keep your decision decided. May the Lord bless you real good. Listen, Sunday morning, the Lord delay is coming. We're going to be preaching from the subject. Uh, I, don't, I, think it, I think we're coming out of Corinthians. I think it's, it's one of those over there. But we're going to be preaching from the subject because he lives. And I'm excited. I'm so ready uh, to actually preach uh, from the subject because he lives. Father, we thank you. We appreciate you. We glorify your name. We thank you for what our ears of hers and hearts are felt on tonight. We thank you for that word that, that was brought forth, pricking our hearts, letting us know we have to make a decision. We have to make a decision. We can no longer straddle the fence because a day of reckoning is coming. A day is coming where we have to stand before a holy God and give an account for the deeds done in our bodies. And the worst place to stand is, is face-to-face with God without having Jesus 
in between us. And the only way to have Jesus in between you is to accept him as your Lord and personal Savior and pattern your life after him. Let your life reflect, let it reflect the image of Christ, that when people see you, when they see you, they glorify the Christ that is in you. And God, we thank you. We appreciate you as we leave this place from your presence. Matthew 28, 19 through 20 tells us, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I've commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even until the end of the world. God bless you. Good night. <laughs>